A stone hospital, sterile. Silent before the straight jacket mumblings of the loonies shoved together in the crazy bin like flies, buzzing around the shit pile, wanting to land and feast. I looked straight into the woman's green eyes and I thought of the pile, and I was the fly. She spoke, but all I heard was a signal sent to the moon from a device she called the transfabulator. It was so shrill that my ears bled and my britches tightened just a little bit too much for comfort. With the green-eyed powerhouse sitting right there and wanting my insides out. Staring at me intently with eyes that killed me. The transfabulator hummed as she gently squeezed and slightly twisted the control rod. And my thoughts poured out of my head like gravy. And the gentle persuasions of the machine tickled my brain, coaxed in my thoughts and my memories, and all my hidden secrets. But she didn't seem to take offense, or even notice. Other things were darker still, like the memories of my father, or the tall cathedral in some neutral place, the time I was so caught up in the other hotness of teenaged angst and longing, forgetting myself, forgetting to look around me, egg upon my face, my utter ignorance and eagerness, as I professed love to a girl, not knowing I was the punchline of a joke. She saw me when I was ten years old at the family reunion, and the whole family was playing softball, but I wanted to climb trees. But the chili dogs and Auntie's vinegar and egg coleslaw conflicted in my gut, and I shit myself at the top of the tree and had to climb down, red-faced. And I hid my soiled, untidy whiteies in my mother's suitcase, only to be caught later and accused guilty. She saw my dreadful first kiss and the awkward drool trail I left on Summer's horrified mouth, and her cackling friends and my young, broken heart and hot cheeks, me whimpering, tears on my cheeks like the saliva on her chin. I never spoke to that girl again. She saw my failed marriage, my failed business. She saw the house burn down, the one where I stuck pennies in the fuse box because I couldn't afford to hire an electrician. But the sparks flew and the copper melted and what was left of my dream house was black soot that smelled like scorched pennies and rancid meat. A slight smile came over the green-eyed goddess's face, particularly at the scenes of my greatest deflating humiliations and disappointments and shattered daydreams. She shuffled past sunshine and harmony, afternoon delight and whimsy, no concern for intimacy or friendship, accolades, trophies, promotions, the fact that I had to become a good father, eventually, and a devoted husband. I had a dog that loved me and a mangy cat named Clyde, but none of that mattered to her green, piercing eyes. She favored the discords of hell and the defeats of everyday living. And the machine whinnied high and swift as everything I would ever be poured onto the screen. 
and in a clear glass dish next to her, pouring from a funnel that came out of the back of my head. I hadn't even felt the fat old screw shove it in my skull. It oozed and it spurt from a bulging end, and I wondered if she might lap it up, eat it with a spoon, or just dip a finger in and get a small taste. And the whine of the transfabulator was all I heard, even though her lips moved and the questions were asked and answers given. Though I couldn't hear my own words, just the pictures oozing. Until suddenly all tubes and straps and apparatus let loose. And they walked me out the door. The stone walls stood over me. The round windows, green like her eyes, leering at me. Knowing my perversions, my failures, my longing, my anguish, my secret regrets. I stumbled out the gate, gutted. I looked around me, and there stood others, empty-eyed, souls thrown to the trash like me, let out into the light of day again. No thank you, no apology, no explanation, no booby prize, just a swift kick of the ass. And the fat old screw said, good luck. As I took my slicker out and I put it on and I raised the hood over my head and I cinched it tight. And the screws all laughed. They all laughed. They laughed at the madman, at the crazy, at the fucked in the head Freddy. Because it was 91 and not a cloud was in the sky. But no one laughed. No one laughed. No one laughed at all. When the air lit up with the waves from one too many cell phones, one too many lithium batteries, one too many social media posts sent out into the airwaves and piercing brains and soft tissue, gray matter, amygdalas. And the cancer was the rapture we were waiting for, and it was instant, oh my brothers and sisters. It lit up like a cigarette, stoked hot and smoking. And the only ones, the only ones, the only ones saved were the crazies outside the stone wall wearing rubber slickers. And their cheeks were scarlet. Because seconds before, the piles of ash had been pointing.